Nick? Dev? Yeah, what's happening, bro? How's it going, bro? How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. Um, any news? Um, Same old, eh? <laughs> yeah, just trying to stay positive and yeah. keep active, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is carrying on far longer than we thought it was, but I mean... Mm. I think, I don't know about you, but are you starting to see the light in the, end of the tunnel yet? Like, it, it's looking positive. Yeah, I, I think I can see things slowly getting back to normal now. Like, there's more hope. You yeah, know what I'm trying to say. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's difficult, obviously, but it definitely is looking more and more promising as, like, every day passes. Um, so that's mm-hmm. that's good, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, obviously, last week we did an interview or you kind of interviewed me and then I was thinking this week you know we just um like we said just swap it around and we just kind of look back and and see what see what you've done and doing and you know what what you're looking at and what's um been happening yeah to you. just kind of um go through my journey and how I got to where I am yeah um just yeah like we said just to give a little background and a little bit of a little bit of story time sounds good Sounds good. Um, so yeah, it's it's like we obviously touched on your on the beginning of you like your story really where we started at table view together. Mm. Um, yeah. So we were there for a few years together. Yeah. Um, under I, seven, I'd love to. I'd love 11. to put a year on it. I don't know if you can help me with that. I don't know. Um, we were born ninety nine, so under sevens would have been six. So, so two thousand six. Mm, yeah, that's 2000, a good shout. Yeah. Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Around about sure. there. Yeah, that year, so, that year, Italy won two thousand six. Eh? Yeah, with yeah. Zidane in the head with the headbutt yeah. in the final. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout. So yeah, we <laughs> nice you. Um, <laughs> so we were playing there together. Um, yeah. And I played at Table View until under thirteens, I want to say. Yeah, obviously centre back, eh? Yeah, ju- yeah, only centre back. I didn't yeah. play anywhere else. You didn't you? For school, you played different position at one stage, didn't you? Yeah, or... school was a lot easier than club football. Yeah. Um, so I could have a little bit of fun on the right wing, a few step overs, you know. Oh, basketball. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, club football mainly centre back. Yeah. And. I didn't actually get scouted because my next move, I went to play for Old Mutual Academy, which was yeah, I remember that. a step up. I think the best two clubs in Cape Town, mm. the youth system was Ajax and Old Mutual. Old Mutual. So, at the time. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. what it's like now. Um, yeah, but I didn't actually get into Old Mutual via like being scouted in games or anything. I actually went to an open trial, funny yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, because I knew Roscoe Creeling, who was like, I think it was the under fifteen manager or something. Yeah, and he he was also a coach at Alcana High School. So yeah, I remember because him. that was near yeah. Parklands. I knew him. Yeah, and he kind of said to me, "Listen, I've seen you play in the school football. Why don't you come down to the open trials?" Mm. So that's how I got the invite to it, and I went there and just smashed it really, and got selected. Yeah, and that's when that started. So I think yeah, I remember like that time was was. Well, in my mind, for you, it went quite quick. I don't know how mm-hmm. you felt about it. Um, in terms of from table view to mutual? No, in terms of your 
in terms of your stay at Old Mutual, did you yeah. did you feel it um, quite quick? Did you do you feel like you grew a lot in that time? Or I think it was, I think it was good for me because Roscoe was actually my manager. But Roscoe was really good, hey. That's why I think it was really good yeah. for me because he developed me a lot and he he taught me a lot and yeah he was hard on me when he needed to be and he developed me one of the most like if I could pick a coach he's definitely up there with one of the coaches that's developed me the most so that's why yeah. it was quite a blessing to be at Mutual um, but yeah so I was at Mutual I played there for I think it was under 11 I went there actually not mm. under 13 so I was probably 11 um, played there for maybe two two seasons I'm yeah. not too sure it was so far back and do you remember um, do you remember how tightly contested the league was that year with you and Ajax do you remember yeah, it was always tough. It yeah. was that was it almost felt like a derby, even that young. Yeah. There was so much on the line in those games because I feel like we kind of blew everyone else away. That had become yeah. a two horse race. I think um I remember yeah. we played you I think I remember we we played you once and I just remember we got absolutely smashed. When you were at table view. Yeah. And I'd moved on. Yeah, I yeah. think it was like I think it was like five no to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it was only really Ajax and Mutual, I think, that were fighting for the league. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, had a good time there. And then moved on for my last year in Cape Town. Mm. I went to Hellenic. Um, yeah. Because I kind of just followed Roscoe. He left Mutual. He went to Hellenic. Who oh, okay. were, I think, newly newly kind of founded. Because they were a professional club back in the day in South Africa. Yeah. But they'd gone down under and they weren't running anymore. But they galvanized and got back together and... They restarted like the year I joined, I think. Yeah. Um, so I followed Roscoe there purely because I liked him so much as a coach. Coach. Mm. And uh, yeah, I had one year at Hellenic. And and, and how was that yeah. in terms of like? Because did you did you find it difficult to change teams and kind of adjust? Because um, mm. obviously, mm. obviously, you know, it was difficult because. I remember, I mean, your mom would drive you. I mean, it wasn't close. Let's be honest. Like it wasn't no. table view. Do you know what I mean? No, like, no, yeah. It wasn't. It, it was wasn't a sacrifice a, for my mom. It was, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a stone throw away. It was. It was literally. It was like, especially in traffic. It was like thirty, yeah. forty-five minutes. Yeah, um, I remember leaving school and me and my mom pick up a sausage roll, and in the car we went. Yeah. Forty-five minutes an hour. Yeah. Um, but did you find did you find the adjustment from team from Old Mutual to Hellenic or even from Tableview to um, Old Mutual? Did you find that easy or I, I found that um, I had to earn my respect because obviously you, there's a lot of fresh faces and no one knows who you yeah. are. But I wasn't much of a talker in the dressing room. I mean, mm. I was always quite quiet. I feel like the way I earned my respect was through my performances on the pitch and yeah. as I was playing better and better and people like I was becoming consistent and reliable. So like everyone started becoming so friendly and I actually made good friends in those years at old mutual, even the one yeah. year at Hellenic. And that's kind of how I made friends through my performances. Um, mm. But funny enough, I never really played in my age group throughout all my youth. Oh, I actually, I actually I was remember that. always, yeah. Age groups above, so I'd be 11, 12, or 13, 14 with the 15, 16 year old. 
So I feel like that was that was huge for my development. Actually, that was really crucial because I feel like every game was a physical test, and that yeah. that's what developed me so much physically because I had to I think really few, stand up I think, and you know fight. Yeah, I think a few times you used to have like a double game day and play like the lower. Yeah, age you're group right. Then... I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we played. I remember that. We play. So I play in my own age group. And because the older yeah. boys would play after across the, to the other pitch, yeah, and then play in the older age group. Wow, yeah. I couldn't even remember that. Yeah, I mean, I used to, I used to come watch you quite a bit, to be honest. Especially, yeah, I remember, I remember at the landing, I used to come um, quite a bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously, it was easier for you because of because Roscoe was a familiar face. Um, yeah, Roscoe being the coach, so. Obviously, that helped. I mean, mm-hmm. but but yeah, it's just interesting because you know, it's. I think in a way, you obviously you were very lucky that you you have um, the parents that you do, and you know the one thing I love about your mom is like she never, obviously, like I'm not gonna say like she never complained, but she never did, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be like um like I've no I'm no place to to judge your mom but yeah, yeah. just the fact that it it was a sacrifice and it just came so naturally is like really yeah i always beautiful. Her, like, like it's beautiful if i make the money i want to make it yeah beautiful. like I mean, i'd love to pay you back for all yeah. that all that petrol you spent on no the I, know, I know i mean like we always have that joke on yeah it. so i mean that's but obviously that i mean we'll i want to lead to that later on but mm. just from there the just the commit, not the commitment really, but just the, the hope or the not the hope, <laughs> just the the faith really, and the, the. Oh, I'm struggling with English here, Nick. Help me. Just the, trying to go for my Just life. like how your parents supported you in a way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. My my that's why my parents would do anything yeah. to support my dream. Yeah. So, but I just I'll always. Be thankful. No, no. I just wanted to, you know, from a from a young age, it was it was really cool to see. But yeah. yeah. So obviously, nice. um, so you're playing for Atlantic now. Um, mm. some, I only played there for one year. Yeah, and then and then what? And then something really funny happened. So yeah. So I've had all these years now in probably some of the top academies in Cape Town at the time. Mm. Um, playing week in week out. Oh, it's just Always... let me let me let me hold you there. Yeah. Did, go did on. you ever did you ever have any contact or any anything with Ajax or was it? Yes. Yes, I did. Did you? Okay. I went on a trial for Ajax. Oh, really? And really... I got all the way through to when I was tra- I ended up training with the team, and that's when they would assess me. Yeah, because I, I remember in something. between Old Mutual and Elenica. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't make it. I got rejected. Oh, really? Um, yeah. What? No ways. Yeah, I got rejected. That's I was funny. shocked because my confidence was so high. Yeah. I mean, I was playing district at that time. So for the district or the borough. Oh, I was in. that was another thing. Is yeah. like, I remember, I remember that as well. Did, yeah, I was flying. You... My confidence was so high. And then they turned me down. And it was, I don't know, I can't really speak too much about it because 
I forgot about it. I wasn't, for some reason, I wasn't devastated. Like, it yeah. didn't knock my confidence. I don't know why. Maybe at a young age, you just don't think about it too much. But mm. I just kind of moved on. I didn't dwell on it too long. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I, I had a feeling like there was, Ajax was in the mix at one stage. But it yeah. kind of, but also that, you know, the, the, just, the, the, the district team was also interesting. Because you, you, you dwelled there a little bit as well, didn't you? Mm. Mm. Uh, the only memory I have is, for some reason, I remember this, like you sitting on, on the pitch in table view and they were like kind of choosing a team. I have this image in my head. I don't know why. Oh, I have so many memories like that. Oh, yeah, true. It doesn't really help me, does it? <laughs> like some footballer um, sitting on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just, but, uh, I just remember like you waiting to hear like for a selection or something. I think it was for districts. I can't remember. Maybe anyway, opinion. anyway, um, so like you were saying, something funny happened, yeah. So, like I was saying, I was playing week in, week out in these academy matches, yeah, in front of whatever scouts were there for the like always above my age group, like hoping to be scouted. Or because I always, whenever I used to go to sleep at night, I used to dream and like, like intentionally, I used to dream about like playing abroad, like. Mm for Real Madrid or for Barcelona or for Chelsea mm. in my respective age group. And I always felt like I was good enough. Yeah. It was, I had some weird confidence and I don't know what it came from, Yeah, I know. but I always <laughs> thought if you put me as a center back, as a 13 year old in the under 13 team of Real Madrid or Barcelona, yeah. that I would be good enough. And I, yeah. I can't, put that down to anything like i don't I know. know where that's from um, it's so funny because like i just <laughs> exactly do you remember I, I, I know what... it was but like i'm just thinking of the times we used to play in, like in your backyard like what, remember you had the, the them set of goals yeah i remember so right. we yeah, ran we ran that grass like until it was mud <laughs> like yeah, like was there was crazy. no god but you were always like you were always so i don't know if confident is the word but just there was this there was the sense that it wasn't a question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. wasn't like, and I, w- I was never like, I was never, I mean, I just was like, oh, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm. we would just like sit there and play and you would like celebrate and like act as if you were in Real Madrid. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. like that's, that's it really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what's so weird because I don't know who was doing that at that age. I don't know yeah. like what the actual stats are, but, the fact that that actually manifested and I ended up in England at the end, which yeah. we'll get on to now, that must have played a part because I actually believed that I was good enough. I don't know. Well, but, yeah, I mean, let me get back on yeah, the actual story. Yeah, 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 because yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> the weird thing was, so I got scouted. Not I wasn't even playing a game. Mm. So I was. I went to some little Brazilian soccer school. Um, it was on a little 3G pitch. I think you pay the you pay this guy and he teaches you skills and he keeps you fit. Yeah, it was during like, like an a, off season, like a summer camp type thing. Yeah, a little summer camp. Yeah. I don't I don't think I had to pay. I think he just let me play because I was played for an academy. Yeah, I can't remember who I went with, but um, someone said, "Oh, I'm gonna go do this to keep fit," and I was like, "Okay, I might as well come along." Yeah, and I went along to this Brazilian soccer school, whatever it was. Nothing like the level I've been playing every week yeah. as an eleven year old. And there was a scout there named Louis Carrera mm. who was watching me on the 3G doing these little skills, not even a match. Yeah. And he approached me afterwards and my dad and he said, listen, 
I know an agent in England and mm. I think you're good enough and mm. I think you should go over there and have a trial and yeah. the agent will sort out some trials for you. Yeah. And and that was that. I mean, there was yeah. no there's no hesitation, there was no thinking about it. Me and my dad agreed we we're gonna do it. Yeah. And after that we hopped on a plane and we headed to some trials in England. So I know. I remember I remember this time like so crazy because obviously it was like it was crazy for me because obviously I was at your house every weekend and then you were like in England and mm. I was just kind of still at your house every weekend and like me and Marks <laughs> me and Marks would be sitting there like just chatting and like just like call you and like tell you like oh mm. like what's happening and you and dad are like in some hotel and yeah and, we stayed like, in that hotel for a month during the trial fuck, yeah and like it was just sick like do you know what I mean? It was just, it was just so Don't cool. you find it fascinating, though, that, that, like, that opportunity came at that event? Like, yeah. I could have easily just not taken that event seriously or not even gone. Mm. But, the like, I feel like opportunities always come when you don't expect them. So you always need to be acting and doing things appropriately I, and to the best of your ability because you never know who's watching. I feel, like, yeah, I think you're definitely right. But I think you in a sense you can't take away from the fact that you put yourself in the position to make that opportunity happen like mm -hmm. if you didn't have the mindset of making yourself better in some in, in like during that off season mm. you wouldn't have gone yeah do you know what i mean that that's like the mm. first step is like having create that your luck right yeah, yeah it's like having that mindset to be like oh i want to keep fit like mm. do do guys that want to be good have that mindset of keeping fit in mm. the off season no not really so like you kind of create so like I know yeah. lots of people would be like oh like that's so lucky but it's not really do you know what I mean like yeah. you know I mean? it's just meant to be and like you and me yeah. both know it was meant to be so like it doesn't really yeah. so for me not at all actually <laughs> but it is cool <laughs> all right obviously. nice yeah. it is cool obviously um yeah. so and how was that that went well so go? I met I met the agent. Yeah. His name was Nick Nick Trainer. Yeah. And he got me trials at Reading mm. and and Brentford. I remember um, yeah, I remember Reading. I remember Yeah. So basically trained there for a month. Yeah. Um Well you you were supposed to be at school though, hey. I was. I just took the month of Yo, school. You know how it goes. Crazy. <laughs> just got yeah, just went to England. There yeah. No like I said, no um negotiating no yeah. nothing we just went how was that hopped on the plane. Was, was there even a chat or like no 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 this was the dream this is what i dreamt about every night this no no the... no i meant like between oh, to the school no 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 like <laughs> like was there a chat like you and dad coming home from from that conversation of the that you had with the scout and sitting at home with oh. mom and being like okay like what are we gonna do or was it kind of just like we're doing it. I don't even think that happened. Yeah. I think it was, we're going to England. Yeah. And we run through the door. Like, yeah, true. It was more those vibes and yeah. everyone was yeah. so happy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went on trial. Uh, it was Reading and Brentford. Mm. And I did well enough that both of them wanted to offer me a scholarship. Yeah. Essentially. Um, which is what you get just before professional contract. So, it's the under 15 and under 16 um teams mm. so after a month of staying in this hotel i mean the weather was so cold Dev. 
Um, the I scout came out as well. The one who actually scouted me, Louis Carrera. So it was me, yeah. Louis Carrera, the scout, and my dad in this hotel for a month. Yeah. Going out with three pairs of jeans on, jeans on because <laughs> it was so cold. I remember the photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was really out of my comfort zone, but I just thought I got one shot at this. Yeah. So I took every session so seriously and managed, yeah, to get offered two, two scholarships. And basically from there, it was decide which one we want, uh, which we went for Brentford mm. because... Reading were in the Premier League at that time, if I'm not mistaken, and Brentford were in League One. So I kind of I couldn't make the decision myself. It was more up to the agent who got me the yeah trials well, and well, my dad. Fair, they you were, were like, older. Yeah, you were like exactly. 11, yeah. I didn't know, and they said, well, because Brentford a bit lower down League One, you will get a, a better opportunity at a younger age. Mm. You would hope. Yeah. Um, so that's why we went for Brentford, and they had a really good academy system. Mm. Um, so yeah, after a month, we went back to South Africa. Me and the family packed up everything. Mum and dad actually closed the business that they had, which was going well. Yeah. And we all, me and my brother, my mum, my dad, flew over to England, uh, got a house here, and started my new life. I know. Just like that. It's crazy, yeah. Do you remember me, you, Aleko, JC, at the airport? Bro. Bro. I'm not sure... Yeah, like, was, bro, I've got like, that picture. I'm not gonna, each other. I'm we were not, all in tears. I'm not going to lie, Nick. Like, I honestly, like, I'm going to sound so soft. I honestly think I cried for about two weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not even joking. Like, honestly, like. But we were so young, bro. 14. I know. I was. I know. And my best friends, I just have to tell them, okay, I'm going now. See you guys yeah. whenever. It was um, crazy. Like, it was. <sighs> I remember, I we remember were all going in tears at the airport. I know it was crazy. I remember going, like, I remember you leaving, and I think the next day I went like on my own to like some like IT shop to buy a camera so I could fit it to my laptop so we could Skype. Oh, that's so cute, <laughs> bro! Like, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> anyway, I remember getting on the plane and just bursting in tears. I remember you leaving and not crying, and like always you though to be honest like mm. you always had a hard front but i knew you were like soft in the middle but like yeah i remember getting on the plane and that's when it came but out. i just i just remember like there wasn't this conversation of you leaving it was kind of more was, i mean you were leaving but it was more like it's for it's like it's it wasn't a it wasn't a question do you know what i mean like it was never it was just like you have to do it really you know what I mean? And I feel like I, I don't know if that was normal either. That there was no question. Like yeah. my all my friends, like where I grew up, my comfort, mm. the country I grew up in. Like I was just willing to leave all of that um, to chase this dream I had. Like it just seems so surreal looking back on it now. And the fact that my family came with me. I, I mean, know. my brother actually signed for Brentford as well, yeah. so that worked out well. Yeah. But then my mum and dad just closed up the business, I know, it's hopped amazing. on a plane with me and changed their whole lives because they knew I'd need support in England. It's, I'm just forever thankful for that. It's a, like, I mean, I, I, you know, when we, had, when we decided to have this conversation, I was like busy thinking about this. And it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's just insane really. Like, yeah. 
I think it's because not many people from, well, not many footballers, sorry, from South Africa had done what I was doing. Like, I didn't have anyone, a reference point or anyone who I could get hold of. Yeah. Like, at the time, it was, what, Stephen Pienaar? Yeah. Like, like there wasn't many it was, others. So it, it was, was Stephen. Like, kind of was, going into the unknown. It was Stephen and Benny, really. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, the fact that your yeah. parents just um did that and couldn't, more continue really it's just it's incredible but yeah mm. anyway a question yeah. that i want to ask you that 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 i've been thinking about is did you i mean obviously you were young and did you ever did you ever feel this pressure of like to succeed because your parents have sacrificed so much no not at all um, I don't know if it's because my parents just made me feel so, yeah, like loved and comfortable with it. Yeah, like I always feel like the intentions were for me to be happy, not yeah. for me to be successful. Like, yeah, my parents always said to me, like, even if I don't want to be a footballer, yeah, like there's no pressure on me. So yeah, it was kind of like just enjoying myself. Like this is what I've been dreaming for. It was never pressure. My parents were so good like that. So. That probably helped, you know. That's crazy, bro. Like, I'm, like, starting to cry. <laughs> like, honestly, like, how crazy is that? Though? Like, let's be honest. Like, mm. you you know what I mean? Like, to to travel halfway across the, road, the world for, like, a 14-year-old that's, like, is good at football but could wake up one day and be like, this, is, this isn't for me. Mm. Mate. Yeah. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, that is... Yeah. That is beautiful. Anyway, um, so you so you signed for Brentford, and you were there for for what? How many years? Um, I was there. I think three years. So yeah. under fifteen, under sixteen, under seventeen. Yeah. Um, and it was a good experience. It was a good academy, well run. They improved me technically physically mentally like it was a really good academy yeah and i instantly saw the difference in professionalism in terms of the actual structure mm. between england and south africa um in terms of the players and the coaching and the setup i think the players in south africa have loads of natural ability mm. and loads of natural talent probably more skillful than English players from what I've seen. But England's a lot more physical mm. and I feel like the coaching is a lot more detailed. So in terms of tactics and gym work, like it was just a step up for me. Yeah. And, and I bought into it and I worked hard. I think my reputation at Brentford for those three years was pretty much the hardest worker yeah like when we got our reports back not not of not excellent technically not excellent at anything on the pitch like I was a good good footballer in their eyes but I was always the hardest worker so that's something I've kind of carried with me through my career till now Um, because I just don't want an excuse you know if if god forbid I don't make it I never wanted to go down to hard work or lack of effort mm. so so yeah I was there I was at Brentford for three years and then when I was at under 17 level so first year first year scholar I think it was 
I can't really remember. They ended up closing the academy. So that was a huge shock. Mm. No one was expecting it. It was really quite abrupt. And they just said to everyone, listen, the owners of the club have decided that, you know, we don't want to invest in the youth anymore and we want to focus the money on the first team. And so all the academy players from under sevens to under 21s have to go and find new clubs. They kept a B team, which had some older players, but I was a bit young for that. And that was that. Contract done, had to go find a new club. So, sure. yeah, that's it was strange. Bit, yeah, that was a bit... And then, yeah, well, obviously that's a bit of an abrupt end, but did you... How was the process from that into trying to find a new club? Yeah, so so from there, um, I'd actually I'd actually moved on, so I was with a different agent now. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's significant or not, but nevertheless, move on from Brentford. Um, need to find new opportunities now. It should have been quite a scary situation because I was only 16, 17, 16, 17, mm. without a club now. But I, once again, just wasn't scared for some reason. Mm. Um, was confident in myself and actually ended up going on trial at three clubs mm. before signing for Palace. Um, I went to Wolves, uh, did well, got an offer, um, turned it down. Um, in hindsight, you know, I don't know what the you can never say what the what what the right move would have been. Yeah. Um, seeing where they are now, it's a different ball game compared yeah. to when I was on trial. They were still a Championship club, League One. Yes. Um, yeah, turned it down for whatever reason. Maybe I thought it was too low. I was young. Can't recall that mm. far back. Um, went on loan to sorry, went on trial to Middlesbrough after that. After a week, I, I said to the agent, "I can't play this style of football." It just. Yeah. It didn't suit me. It was far too direct. Mm. Um, I remember we, we actually lost 5-0 to Man United. Yeah. So that was quite a bad experience. <laughs> um, moved on from there. Went to Brighton. Yeah. Um, and that went well. I think they were really interested in wanting to sign me, but they weren't willing to pay the compensation fee. Yeah. Um, which a South African club had demanded for the training. Mm. Um, so now I've been to three clubs obviously I've done well at some of them so I'm still confident and the next one was Palace and I went to Palace smashed it did well um, and got offered my first pro contract because obviously I wasn't a pro at Brentford I was a scholar but as the months went on and I was on trial at places I was now old enough to get my first pro contract so when Mm. I went to Palace and I smashed it they offered me my first pro contract and I signed that and that was a huge moment. So that was probably my first significant moment in football. Yeah. Because that was like... Sorry, that was a bit long-winded, but I thought I... No, no, no. Whole, no, no, no. How I was kind of scurrying around trying to find yeah. a club because I think it's important. There's a lot of footballers who get in that situation. Would you, would, you, would you put it down to that day of signing a contract with Crystal Palace as, as one of your biggest moments or... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because even though I was at Brentford as a scholar, um, the dream was always, I want to be a professional footballer. Mm. You know, and you yeah. you can't really say you're a professional footballer until you sign that contract. So yeah. that was a huge moment. That was the start of 2017. So I think my f- fourth year, maybe in England, third, fourth yeah. year. Um, I think I was maybe 18, 
Mm. Yeah, I was 18. So that, yeah, that was huge. And we had the whole picture of me, my dad, my mum, my brother. Oh, no, that was that's a sick photo. So, uh, yeah, and I'm there holding the pen. Like, yeah. things you dream of as a kid. Yeah. And it was cool to, sh- to like, let everyone in South Africa see that. Yeah. It was just a really, like, proud moment. Yeah. No, I know. Um, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how this fits in, but I, I want to mention this as well. Is obviously, there's there's the club side of football and then there's always the international side. Mm. Um, and obviously for you, it's like, it's a bit complicated. Um, yeah. In the sense that, like many of us know, obviously born in South Africa, but your mom, Daria, is from Croatia and your dad, Paolo, is from Portugal. So exactly, yeah. in in essence, you kind of have three, maybe you could argue four, with England being there for so long, mm-hmm. um, at a at a maybe not at a push, but as a as a an extra resort. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have four paths to pursuing, in my mind. In yeah, in international football, I guess you could put it that way. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I it's feel, not as easy as that. But it's yeah, it's not. I think international football is a little bit more about how it feels to you. Yeah, where you feel like you're from. Yeah, and I mean, I grew up in South Africa, so of course that feels like my home. Yeah, but I also used to wear Croatia and Portugal tops as a kid. No, so, no, yeah. I mean, playing for any three of those countries would feel like home to me. Yeah, um, true. But now that you mentioned that, so I signed my first professional contract mm. and I think it was five days later, I get my first Croatia call up oh, wow. um, for the under 18. Oh, this is a good week. <laughs> yeah, and I go, a very I go good and I week. play. It's crazy. I go and I play against Qatar yeah. for the under 18s. In Portugal, the game was. What? Um, That's so weird. that was surreal. Yeah. I mean, that's, those were my two biggest dreams, professional footballer and playing for one of the countries yeah. that I love. Yeah. And I managed to do two of them in the space of a week. I mean, confidence Crazy. is through the roof. Yeah. Things I've dreamed of. Um, and I've always had faith. Yeah. You know, my faith's in God. And yeah. I feel like everything just came together. And yeah. it was a huge week for me. After having a few months without a club, mm. like... And it's it always just, it was it's, real nice. It's always like that. I mean, it, it it pays to to push through those those months. Do you know what I mean? It always yes. does. It yes. always does. I feel like the harder you, sorry, the longer you can deal with a hard situation. Yeah. I.e., in my moment, not having a club for months. Yeah. The bigger the the rewards going to be at the end yeah. of that. I mean, and I think that's quite real. No, for sure. I mean, it's well, it's, it shows. Um, mm. so obviously, you know, massive week that, jeez. Mm. And then you didn't play for Croatia once, I think. You you played more than, you know what I mean? You've had more than one yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. So I, I played against Qatar. Yes. Um, and then six months later, had another game for the under-19. So one age group yeah. up. But that was, that was the right age group for me. Like, as yeah. the months went on, I then categorically became an under-19. So... Yeah. Got called up for a game against Italy, which was awesome. I mean, playing against some of those players, I think they had like a an Inter Milan striker who was the next big thing at that mm. time. Playing against him, like it was so exciting in front of loads of people. Yeah, there was a, there must have been a thousand people, which for me at that age was 
awesome. Yeah. I had my my nan and all my Croatian family in the crowd. Yeah. So after the game, I'm coming off and there's like 10 of them there. I'm giving them hugs, yeah. taking pictures. Super cool moment. We lost yeah. 3-0. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you live and you learn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was my second appearance against Italy. But yeah. that was... An, that was that's when it became real, you know, when I came off the pitch and my Croatian family were there. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is awesome. Like making yeah. them so proud. Yeah. So yeah. that was my next game awesome. for Croatia. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, those are like two big accomplishments that you've, that you've kind of made for yourself, I guess. Mm. Um, From highs to lows, actually. Yeah. Sorry, sorry yeah. to jump in. Yeah. Um, because I just remembered now, after that game against Italy, I, I returned to Palace. Mm. Um, and not long after, a few months after, towards Christmas time, mm. I actually end up getting a quite a serious injury. Um, oh, is that the ACL there? Yeah, my ACL. Yeah. Um, which, which was a shock to me because mm. I didn't have injuries. Yeah. I never had injuries growing up. I don't, you know so, what? I'm just thinking, Nick, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt too much, but I don't want to dive mm. too deep in how you... I, I could ask you, like, how you felt and how we dealt with it. But I think mm. we can save that for another podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, yeah. So, let's just... Yeah, because that, that would be really cool because I'm very interested in that, to be honest. Okay, we'll obviously, that for more of a... Yeah, because obviously we, we, we were in that together. Well, it felt like me for me, you know. It was a big... Mm. It was a big... It was a big um disappointment, but at the same time, it's... Yeah. You know. Yeah, that can be a big topic. To yeah, about. true. A lot of lessons. On yeah, that. true. Um, so yeah, if we kind of combine these two pathways and we bring it to maybe in the past year, um, what, what's what's kind of been happening in the last year? More recently. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I had a few more crash appearances after then. Yeah. Um, all friendlies though no competitive games yeah. all the way up to under 20 level uh, I had one year extensions at Palace mm. so carried on playing professional football for the under 23 team yeah and I've been doing that ever since like not ever since sorry up until now yeah. Um, so I was always kind of in that limbo stage mm. uh, which most under 23 footballers are in which which is you're playing under 23s every week. Yeah. And you're doing well. But it's tough to then break into the first team squad. Yeah. Um, especially at Premier League level because there's a lot of big names and, you know, experienced professionals in the first team. It's hard for a youngster to come in and kind of disrupt that. Saying yeah. that, Aaron Wan-Bissaka managed to do it. Mm. Uh, and he was in my team. And he was kind of... He, he was always very good in the under 23s so then when he got the opportunity he just he took it um yeah. but he made it look easy i mean it, it's tough that journey to to break through to the yeah, first team yeah, i'm sure so for the last i'd say two years i've kind of been in that that limbo i mean i've been going on pre-season with the first team but then when the games start you kind of get demoted back to under 23s yes so i think for me right now you know my goal is to play first team football whether it be at Palace or somewhere else. But yeah. I'm kind of at that age now, I'm 21, where I need to start getting some first-team games rather than under-23 games under yeah, my belt. For sure. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, 
you know, hopefully it's at Palace and I break through. If not, I'm excited to just get some games in my locker, get some experience and go from there. So that's yeah. my immediate goal, I'd say, to get mm. first team exposure. Yeah, well, that, mm. that's kind of the next step, I would, I would think. That is, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of. Kind I of, must mention one more thing, actually. Yeah. You know, it was quite a big moment for me. Just to end it on a bit of a funny, yeah, topic. Um, and I don't know why, but it feels like one of my biggest achievements was yeah. getting on FIFA, Dev. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> because back in the day, we used to do career mode, and oh, I remember we used to create our players. I know. And then save them in a team so we could use them on career mode. Dude, I I I remember this. Like I remember this. I think about this all the time. But I remember we created our like under thirteen. Yeah, a whole team. Like table view eighteen. Yeah, like, yeah. Like we literally probably spent the whole holiday, like the whole school mm. holiday, just creating our team from like. I remember we would go down the list of all our players and be like, and like argue on their like sprint speed, like what you should make yeah, their sprint I speed. Remember. And then we would literally go from like, from first man to like 15th man and just create. Yeah, we'd like, have the subs and all. Like hair, eyes, like, and then just that's argue. Why I think that's why it felt so surreal I because know, then one day so... I'm coming on and they've created it for me. And I, I was know. like, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, it's, it was yeah. so funny for me because when I saw it, I was like, this is crazy because we literally used to sit there and just like curate our own players and like play and like... Yeah. That, yeah, that must have been really cool. Fuck. Yeah. That was... so that, and that's pretty much everything, I guess. That's how yeah. it started and where I'm at now. Um, well, it's exciting. It's very exciting. I'm that. That's the word. I think I'm excited to yeah. see where my career takes me to mm. play first team football, so I I can expose like my talent and my yeah, and really play in front of crowds and just you know show what I got yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, Dev. Yeah, I don't know if you can think of anything. Oh, there's lots, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to take away from what you said and start to just, just splurging out random stories that I think about. <laughs> but like, we've yeah. gone for ages. But I think for what we need today in terms of just giving a better insight into where you've come from and stuff, I think mm. that was really cool. So thanks, Nick. Yeah. So yeah, I hope, I hope I well, well, one more quick thing. one or yeah, two, you know. One more quick thing. What, 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 um, little bit of, advice would you give like 13 year old nick Ooh, to myself when i was yeah. 13 yeah let me think because i don't want to just say anything yeah i want to actually to 13 year old nick maybe a little crusty eyed you know like piccanini i would say? say because this is something that's I've been working on recently. Yeah. I would say don't lose what you have in terms of don't let other people's opinions yeah affect what you believe of yourself. Yeah. So I would tell 13-year-old Nick to carry on believing in himself the way he has throughout his childhood because that's what's got him as far as he is. 
that's what got me my move abroad mm. in my eyes so if people come along the way and start to criticize you and don't believe in you the way you do brush it to one side learn from it if you can but don't become despondent mm. you know that that's what i would say don't let other people's opinions affect you because football is an opinionated sport and yeah. life is all about people's opinions of you as long as you hold your beliefs of yourself strongly and you live yeah. by them i think you'll be fine that's what i'll tell him he probably wouldn't comprehend half of that but no he probably wouldn't listen to you either but anyway that's power i enjoy that yeah okay nick thanks for that all right and then yeah. I'll, I'll chat to you later yeah let's yeah thanks yeah, for look forward to episode thanks four. for whoever's listened this far thanks for that and uh we'll see you next week crossing pinion yeah. much love <laughs> okay.